Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey, Daniel Ramsey here with My Outdesk. I'm excited because we've got another celebrity guest today and we're gonna do a lot of fun stuff. Uh, we've got David Parnes. Um, he is from Bond Street Partners, the agency. And what's cool about this show, if you're live with us right now, give us a little shout out because this guy has over a billion and a half of contracts, of clients that he is gonna sell. He is by far the largest agent I've ever gotten the opportunity to live interview. So um, it's rare to have a billion dollar guy of, of just work right now, which is just nuts, man. So David, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm, I'm actually sitting in my backyard, so it's a nice backdrop um, and it's very pleasant here, but thank you. I appreciate your, uh, your invitation. Well, David, you're, uh, you, you know, what's cool too is you've been picked up by Bravo and been on Million Dollar Listing LA, which is really cool. Tell us a little bit, real quick, we'll get into a little bit of your background. Um, what's it like being a movie star, real estate? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't go that far. Thank you, though. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's great. I mean, look, honestly, it's, it's all about, you know, work ethic and, uh, in this business, you get what you give. And I think it's about never giving up, staying in your lane and remaining focused and always believing in yourself. And, and I think if you, if you stick to that formula, um, you, you, you're going to succeed. Now, we know there's a lot of drama on your show, though. I mean, there's a lot of like kind of fun stuff going on. Client drama, other agent drama, relationship and life drama. So talk to us about that. What's it like, you know, giving the world a preview into your life? every day when you're on that show? You know what, the, the cameras are following us around pretty much all year. So, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're gonna get stuff, you know? And, and, and when, you, when you make a decision to put yourself out there, it's gotta be all or nothing. You know, you can't be half pregnant as they say. So I think that, you know, having that opportunity uh, to be on a show that's aired across the world and is great for business, um, you know, it's, 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 it's something that, you know, I made a decision that I'm very happy to do. And that means sharing everything. That's everything. Everything. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, my brother's been on the show. Um, I had my baby, got married. Obviously not in that order. Um, proposed to my fiance at the time. So literally, it's, it's, I've lived, you know, for the last six years, showing everything that's going on on camera. And uh, what's nice is actually closing some deals as well. <laughs> <laughs> so making money and, and being on TV, that's great. What, what um, and this is a weird question, but you know, as, as you get to know me, you'll, you'll know weird questions come up from time to time. Um, what's been some of the most like embarrassing things on the show that you've had to share with the world and afterwards you're like, oh, did I really, you know? Oh my goodness. I think it's at the beginning. I think our first year, you know, when, when you first start, you know, on camera, it's new, you know, and you don't yes. really, 
you know, the cameras come up and, you know, sometimes you don't really know how to react too much. So it doesn't show the genuine you necessarily. Yeah. And I think over time, so, so watching that first season back for me was, was kind of like, oh my goodness, whoa. Um, but then from then on, you know, once you've seen yourself and you feel comfortable in front of the cameras, you get used to it. It's just, it becomes second nature. And uh, I think that, I mean, things happen, you know, um, you know, you can get some strange clients, you can get some strange situations you find yourself in, but um, that's just part of the course, you know? Yeah. Well, okay, since you said that, what's the strangest situation, having been on TV that, you know, like a client deal or something real estate related, you know? We've, we've been, I mean, there's been like a, a situation whereby, you know, we were uh, in a uh, listing appointment um, in, I think it was Beechwood Canyon, actually, in Hollywood area. Sure. And uh, the, the guy loved Burning Man. So he basically came up with the idea, or I think I did actually, that maybe it would be a good idea to throw a Burning Man themed event for the open house. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty crazy because the way we dress in our outfits and the whole setup was pretty fun, actually. I hadn't, that was a new one at the time. Um, and it went really well and I got a full price offer for the property and the client disappeared. So I could literally not get hold of him. He literally disappeared. I haven't seen him to this very day, by the way. I know he's alive. Thank goodness. Because I got in touch with his dad who helped me close the deal at that point. So, uh, it was an interesting one and that all happened on camera. And, and so you had to hunt down his dad to get the signature yes. to close the transaction. Yes. How long did that take and how did you do that? Took about a, took about a week. Um, and uh, thankfully, I, his, his father was very, very nice and really real gentleman. And he wanted to get the deal done because it was a great deal and a great price. And, uh, you know, it just, it just happened. But, you know, that's just one of the hiccups that can happen in any transaction. But it, it became right in the end. And that's just another thing. You just can't give up. You know, you can't think, okay, well, you know, I can't get hold of him, so that's it. You just got to really think about the avenues, how to make the deal happen. And, and it made sense for them, for sure, because it was, a, it was actually over-ask. Um, and and they, they took the deal and, and it was done. So it was, it was, quite, a, it was quite a journey with, with a bit of a roller coaster, but it was fun now I look back on it. That's so awesome, man. What, um, how did you get selected for this TV show? I mean, it's a very, I mean, in LA County, there's like, I don't know, 30 or 40,000 agents who would like die to be on the show. And yet here you are. Um, we're going to talk about Yeah, we were, we were approached actually by casting uh, mm -hmm. agency and uh, they actually called us and we just thought it was a joke so we did a we did a Skype interview James and I with with the uh, with the uh, not even production company at that point it was with the uh, the scouting company sure. and uh, and and they I mean we were just joking around I mean it was just like we weren't taking it 100% seriously which was probably a good thing in, in high insight mm -hmm. uh, and they and they I think they sent that off to, to the network or the production company and then they uh, they sent a camera crew out for the day to, to see how we were and see how we did. And uh, I think, you know, they were doing that with, I think they started off with hundreds of agents at that time for the cast and, and, and we made it. So we're, we're, we're very grateful for that. And that was six years ago and we haven't stopped since. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here and I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business 
right now, you know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses. And the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants. And I wanna give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word M-O-D, MOD, to 31996, and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. Uh, what I mean, what's been the biggest blessing having being involved with Bravo on, you know, in real estate land, there's no better show to be on um, to raise your kind of influence and, and your name recognition. But yeah. what's, been, what's been the biggest wow that's happened? I mean, it's changed your life, obviously, but how and, and, and what? Well, it's, it's, it's been incredible because, you know, at the end of the day, as, as a realtor, that the way to sell a property is to be able to get as much exposure as possible, preferably targeted exposure. Right. So, you know, as a realtor, you know, part of our job is, is marketing. A big part of it is marketing and making sure that, you know, what, whether we're representing the property, uh, however we're doing it, it it's, it's seen by as many people as possible um, in the best possible light. So, you know, having an opportunity to actually, you know, put our brand and our properties and show what we do on television across the world basically in front of millions of people is 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 a great great gift it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an opportunity which i'm personally very very grateful for and has worked wonders for us and I, I believe that you know a lot of our success is attributed to the exposure that we we get on on tv huh and, and what, what do you think it's done for your brand in terms of gaining clients and reputation and, and allowing you to dominate your, your kind of niche? I think it's all, you know, it's a whole connection. I think that, I think, you know, we have great clients. We work very hard um, and, you know, we never give up and we have a great work ethic. I think that's first and foremostly most important. And I think what this, um, I guess what this platform has allowed us to do by being on TV and being on Bravo and being on such a great show is to really elevate that, you know, and, and to really make the most of it and the opportunities that it affords. And it, and it really does. And it, it's, 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 you know, I guess we were the kind of people that came to LA not to be on TV. A lot mm -hmm. of people go to LA to become an actor or, you know, right. what they want to do. 
that was the opposite for me. But for some reason, it kind of just ended up that we ended up on TV. <laughs> so uh, it, it's been a great run and, and we're having great fun doing it. And it's been, you know, fantastic for business. It's a lot of work, but, but, but it's, it's something that we're, we're willing to do and we're very grateful for. It's interesting because you said you came to LA. Um, we were joking before the show about you're, you're an immigrant. I mean, obviously you've got a little bit of an accident, but talk to uh, us your story. Like, how, how'd you come to LA? Why, why real estate? Like, give everybody a kind of a breakdown on, you know, who David is. So, so I actually was, you know, before I moved to LA, I just really wanted to get, and I thought, what accent is going to work? best in LA <laughs> what are people really gonna like you know because you know I, I was uh, actually born in Mississippi I don't know if you if you knew that but I was and I uh, really really perfected the British accent so I got a head of going past me right now but I really perfected the, the perfected the British accent before I arrived um, to LA and uh, people buy it I mean I, I think I could do a pretty convincing one to be honest with you yeah, I know that's not the truth, man. Come on. <laughs> no, that's Come not on. the truth at all. No. So yeah, I, I guess I guess um, you know, coming from coming from London, um, sorry, there's a helicopter going again. Coming from London, coming to coming from London to, to, to LA for us when we set up our business, it was you know, it, it wasn't as though we had clients or connections or contacts or anything like that. So it was really important if we were going to make it in this business to get creative because it was a big chicken and egg situation. You can't get a listing without a track record, but then how do you get a track record without a listing? That was the biggest, biggest challenge at the beginning. And I think every realtor faces that. Yeah. If, you compound, if you compound the fact that I didn't even really know my way around and frankly, didn't really know anyone that could give us much business, it made it even more difficult. So what we did is we actually noticed that a lot of developers were active in LA at the time. They were buying small houses on big lots, tearing down the house, and basically building a bigger house to maximize the, the, the value, I guess, of the lot. And then, you know, the margins made when, when they sell the house for a lot of money, hopefully. So what we noticed is that you don't really need a track record to work with a developer. If you show a developer a good deal, they're gonna buy it. Yes. And if they buy it and you do a good job and they believe in you, you may actually get the listing on the back end. So cool. we, we started door knocking in Bel Air of all places. I mean, mm. we just went straight for it. And we didn't yeah. realize quite what we were doing. But, you know, one of our first deals was literally from door knocking. It was a six and a half million dollar teardown, and, which was mm. a big deal just for the teardown part. And we sold it to our client and we ended up listing that for him when for 30 million dollars plus when it was finished so we kind of hit the ground running without realizing it just by by sticking to this formula and then you know once we'd sold the first hair down we'd market it heavily around bel-air and then we'd get a call from someone else i remember and he goes do you i saw you sold that house for six and a half million dollars do you think you could do the same for me uh -huh. like, yeah sure why not and we listed his house and we sold it for six and a half million dollars and we really just you know we're doing really big deals because six and a half million dollars is a big deal and that's just the teardown part and a lot of these listings are now 30 million dollars plus and now we're setting 20 million dollar teardowns in bel-air i know can you believe it in holby hills and bel-air 20 million dollar teardowns loads of them so that's what they and then you know what, what we do is we consult with the developers throughout the process because we know what what people want and we typically get the listing signed 
while it's under construction. And that's how we've managed to amass probably about one and a half, over one and a half billion dollars of, of current inventory right now that's, that's, that we have contracted that are either under construction or listed currently. Wow. So, okay, how do you manage one and a half billion? I mean, one thing, if you're listening to the show, say hello to Lisa Archer. Um, we are open to questions. David loves questions. When I was talking to him earlier, he's like, yeah, ask me anything, Daniel. I don't care. I, I, I'm here. Well, within uh, reason, Daniel. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, within reason. We'll do that within reason. I'm joking. Um, you can ask me anything. I'm an open book down. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So in, in, in Facebook or wherever you're listening right now, if you have a question, just type it in. We'll get to, to the answer. Um, but you're managing $1.5 billion in inventory, active or in some stage of development inventory. How, how do you do that efficiently? How do you do that effectively? What's your secret to doing that? There's a lot of people... Um, I mean, in fact, Daniel Del Real, who a friend and client is on watching us right now, um, and he says it's insane the amount of uh, inventory you're managing. How, how do you do that? What, what do you do? You just work really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I mean, look, just to put it into context, a lot of these listings are going to be $100 million plus houses. So, you know, they're, they're very big you know, houses, not all of them, a lot of them. Um, but, but really, it's just a matter of, you know, having conviction and being present for your clients and really guiding them through the process as best as you can. And just, you know, working really, really hard because it can be done. And another thing is we didn't, we don't have a team of 60 people. We've never done that. We've never, you know, when I talk about our volume, that's not with 60 agents underneath us. That is literally myself, James, and uh, two assistants. Yeah and a buying agent so it's not like you know we have 60 people we 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 like to have the control and we like to you know personally manage you know the majority of these listings so frankly it's just working really hard and just staying on top of your workload and being organized and it can be done because we're doing it yeah and it's staggered as well so it's staggered like a lot of it's under construction so a lot of the products a lot of the inventory is going to be delivered at different times over the next two years right so it's, it's a, you, you're managing a process for your clients. Are you, mark, are you pre-marketing stuff that's in construction? Are you putting like the photos up prior to the, the thing being done? Or? It really depends. Uh, typically not so much because a lot of these properties, um, I mean, I'd mention it more as an off-market situation. You know, if I, if I was with a particular buyer that wanted something that matched what we were building at that time, I would definitely mention it to them and say, look, you can, you know, we can pre-sell this to you and, and you can, you know, be involved in, you know, customizing it to your specifications. So yeah, it's always on my radar. Um, but typically a lot of these clients like to actually get to the, to the delivery of, of the finished product and we help them get from, you know, obviously buying the land to delivering the finished product with, with, you know, our guidance and, 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 uh, you know, expertise. Yeah. When you're, when you're like helping these developers, are you telling them what buyers want in today's market? Like what are some of the features that are must have for the LA crowd, the people who are yeah. 30, 40, $50 million? Yeah. You know, when you're around uh, clients, buyers, sellers all day long, every day, and you're going to, you're looking at all the houses, you know, all the inventory, you know, you know, what's sold, what hasn't sold, why it's sold, why it hasn't sold. You kind of know, and you see the new things and the new trends. You, it, 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 it really puts us in a great position to be able to, 
to provide that guidance and that advice basically to 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 developers to builders to make sure they get the right products i mean i've walked into houses before that have just been framed up and basically said look you know you've got to change this up quickly and you know an example was you know uh, everything was wrong with the floor plan that i walked into it's gonna be a 20 million dollar house this one in bel-air and i just said look everything's wrong here and this is what you need to do and you need to make the kitchen bigger you need to move it over there you need to take this wall down you need to raise the ceiling height and this was all done during framing and i went back two weeks later and everything had been done so you know it was a really good feeling that you know the client listened to me and also the fact that i know that i basically took what was an unsaleable house to a very saleable house just based on the floor plan and, and, and the layout. Yeah. Um, we've got a question um, uh, here. Do you have your agents show your listings or do you personally show them like yourself? We don't have, we don't have agency. We have a small team. That's, that was my point. You know, we've never expanded to have 60 agents or even 20 agents under us. We've always wanted to keep it to ourselves and that's what we've done. So, you know, it's always someone, either James, myself, or someone, one of our buying agents, someone that's within our team of basically six people that would show the properties. How do you, we're very hands on. Yeah, but how do you manage your clients' expectations that, like, I want David. I want, I want to talk to David about, you know, how I my do. house market is. We do it. We do it. We really yeah. do. That's, That's it. True. Yeah, we do it. And you just work that much harder. And at the end of the day, you know, I won't take on a listing that I don't believe in at the end of the day. You know, if I, if I think that the seller is being unreasonable or price-wise, or if I think that the product is just not quite right, I'm going to be honest with them and I'm going to tell them straight up. Uh, and, and whether they want to fix it, whether they want to price it the correct price, that's up to them. But I'm going to give them the guidance to be able to get them the best price. But it's sometimes up to them whether they listen or not. Do you, have, so you I'm, I'm selective. I'm selective. Have, you, have you walked away from a lot of business because you know, you know they weren't listening with, to you or they wouldn't kind of follow your guidance? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I'm very, very selective. And, and the truth is that, you know, if I feel that, you know, this client is, is not going to, you know, take the guidance and, and do what's best for them based on my experience. And what's the point of me representing them if, if, if they don't, you know, if they don't, I guess, want to follow what I'm saying, because then I'm not the right representation for them at the end of the day. What, what value am I bringing to the table if, if, if it's not being executed? Yeah. One, one, what are like the five things that houses have to have in LA, if in a development scenario, like what are the must have one, two, three, or four, five? I mean, what are the things that are just making people like seeing right now? It really depends. It really depends on the price point. You know, when we're going to the crazy numbers, like, you know, the 50, $60 million houses, $100 million houses, then, you know, you just got to pull out all the stops on those, you know. But, but I, what I've noticed is, is, is the white box uh, was very, very popular at a, at a period in the Hollywood Hills. And they were selling like hotcakes, you know. Someone would literally build a white box with beautiful views and they'd sell. Now people want more of a warmer a warmer house you know they don't want the, the the cold modern they want more of a warm timeless modern and i've noticed that's a that's a trend that's that, that's happening certainly in the hollywood hills um but you know a lot of a lot of buyers as well are liking you know i guess you know movie theaters movie theaters are always a big deal historically they were putting them in the basement now a lot of people are actually putting the movie theaters on the main level just off of the uh kitchen area or the family area and, and that's actually interesting because you you can 
it's not just a movie theater, it's also becomes a seating lounge and a screening room just off the family area that people can congregate and actually use. So that's kind of a popular trend. And I think, yeah, just in general, just, you know, being more creative, putting better finishes in, better attention to detail, again, warming up what would have been a cold modern house. These things are all important. Mm. When you look at your evolution, like from when you first got your license to where you are today, what are some of the lessons handling these luxury homes, high-end buyers, people who are paying cash for like a $30 million property? What are some of the lessons that, that you wish you would have known, you know, five, 10 years ago when you first started in the business? By the way, say hello to my dog. She just sat down. Just in case you can you can see her ears popping up from uh, there. Um, so so I think lessons learned. I mean you know ultimately I think to be successful in any business it's about mindset from the get go. So I think if you have the mindset of believing in yourself and the strong work ethic and you know never give up mentality, I think that's really the key. So I think mindset is is the most important um, thing from the get go. And I think the rest of it is experience that comes from what you're going to manifest and create as a result of that mindset. And I think that's just, you know, doing transactions, doing deals, dealing, dealing with clients, learning what people want, learning what people don't want in the market. That stuff that comes later on and over time. And you're always going to perfect and improve on your craft by keeping that mindset that I just mentioned and just going for it you know, the experience is going to come. That's just part of the package. Yeah. David, would you share with us what a client experience would be like working with you? Like, um, and this is really for the audience, people who are like, well, what's it like to sell a $30 million price place? Yeah, I, I, I get that question. I mean, look, honestly, selling a $30 million house, a $100 million house, a $10 million house, a $2 million house, it's all real estate. It's just numbers at the end of the day and slightly bigger properties. But um, the reality is that, you know, if, if when I work with a client, I think they probably respect me because I'm honest. I'll just tell them as it is. Uh, there's no sugarcoating, and I'll just be 100% honest and be true to myself and and really have their best interest at heart. You know, anything I tell them is for them, not for me necessarily. I think that you know I treat their real estate, their properties, their their needs as buyers, like I would treat my own. And I think just having that having that you know. I guess being ethical and, and being honest and being transparent and being, you know, true to yourself and true to them. That's, that's really the most important thing because that's how you're going to do the best job for your client. Right. What, um, and what are the kind of um, services that you guys provide that kind of puts you or differentiates you guys in, in your market? I think it's just knowing, I think it's just knowing your market. I think it's knowing your market in general um, being there for your client from start to finish. Now, if your client's a developer, that means you know, you're not just selling them a teardown, you're actually guiding them and working with them through the entire process from start to finish, and then obviously listing it and marketing it and getting them the best price on the sale. You know, that's a real good relationship there. Um, so I think it's not just, you know, we're not just a, 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 you know, a one deal or a one hit wonder. You basically want to be there as a long-term relationship with your client because, you know, if they do well, the chances are they're going to buy a lot of real estate and sell a lot of real estate through you and they're, they're going to trust you and, and rely on you to help them do that. And, and that's really an important thing about longevity and, and, and growing a big business as time goes by. Yeah, is to have that relationship with your clients and be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it. 
Um, real quick, are you feeling, are you experiencing any kind of a slowdown in the high-end market in LA right now? Like, are you, are you seeing yeah, companies I, sit? I think at the beginning of the year, I think at the beginning of the year, Dan, um, it was a little bit funny because there was a bit of a standoff between buyers and sellers and there'd been some negative press on the real estate market. But, you know, borrowing rates are, are right now really, really low and attractive and the market just in the, you know, in, in the, from the second quarter of this year has just, you know, gone really, really strong. But, you know, at the same time, you know, sellers do have to be realistic on their pricing. That's important. You know, right now we're more at a, it's not, the market's been growing consistently, you know, for the last, you know, six years pretty much. But now it's a matter of, you know, it's not plateaued. It's just the growth is not, you know, it's leveled off a little bit. So basically, you know, before the, the sellers were setting the prices and the buyers were meeting them. Now the sellers have to understand that the buyers aren't going to overpay for something in a, in a market that's not going up at the rate it was for the last few years. But now that that's happened, you know, the good product always sells. And I think that, you know, the sellers are becoming realistic now and, and things are selling and there's a lot of activity. It's a good market. It's a, in your experience, it's a good market right now. To be yeah, honest. absolutely. Absolutely it is. That's cool. What are, um, what are some of the things, what's it like to like work for David in, in your office? Like you're, you as a boss, like what's that like? Honestly, I'm out and about the whole time. I spend most of my day in my car and my phone going to clients, meetings, um, real properties. So, so really I'm just nonstop. So it's more, it's more likely just going to be a phone call and, and, and an email and like, you know, what's up and maybe I'll pop in the office quickly and, you know, do what yeah. I need to do. And then I'm off again. And I, I can't really sit still for that long, which is kind of a record by me sitting still for this long right now, speaking to you. So <laughs> I'm one of those people, I'm a bit, you know, hyper and, and ADD. So I just, I like to just be like moving and moving and moving. So uh, what's your day look like? Like what's, what's your, what's the day of a, a million dollar listing agent? It really varies. You know, there's a lot of filming obviously. Um, but it's like, you know, it can be, you know, I got a meeting this afternoon to discuss uh, with, with a developer client of mine to discuss, you know, their budget and, 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 and the best plan to go forward with their property. Uh, and we've been working on this for a long time. Um, I've got showings this afternoon in Holmby Hills and Bel Air. Um, and, uh, you know, this morning I've just been doing emails and phone calls all morning, just, you know, keeping on top of everything. So it's just, it's, it's very, you know, it varies day by day, but the general theme is, you know, client meetings, uh, showings, emails, phone calls, and, and, and that's basically, you know, and filming obviously. And that's, that's how it really goes. I'm talking to you today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, are you currently in production right now? Like you get there following you around when you're going to show properties and, and meet with developers? Uh, I can't, I don't know if I can really comment on that right now because you know, when you're between seasons, um, I don't want to say anything I shouldn't say. So I'm, I'm not, I can't really answer that. Sorry about that. But typically when we are filming, I can answer it that way. When we are filming, absolutely. You know, the, 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 the cameras are there. They're just, they're just always there. Well, not always, but a lot of the time <laughs> all year round. Yeah, yeah. All year round. So you just have a trailing car following you at all times. Is that kind of how it is? And like a group of guys. Well, when we're filming, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's a production, but it's great. And I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's, it's great fun. Huh. Okay. So um, what are the things that you're looking for? We, we're almost done. And, and Daniel Dale Real says um, he loved what you said. A lot of people are trying to build a business in order to delegate all the work. But the reality is you have to work hard, which will force you to work smart and develop yourself. So I, I love what his comments. He's given you props. He's saying he loves your work ethic and what you do. Um, what, 
Um, what would you leave our audience with? Like, what are the, the best David lessons, you know, uh, in this game? If somebody's trying to make that change over into a luxury or a, or yeah. a million dollar agent, what, what are some of the lessons that you would, you would want to leave our audience with today? I think the facts are very simple. We're in a proven industry. We're not, we're not, you know, doing something that hasn't been done many times before. That basically means that if there are successful people in being as realtors in the industry, then they've proven it can be done. So knowing that information that it can be done, as long as your mindset's right and you're determined to work very hard and never give up and stay stick with a formula you know even when you're in a down market or even when you're you've got no inventory or no listings that's when you're building your pipeline up that's when you're going to find yourself working your hardest and when you hit a run you hit a run and i believe that in a proven industry such as being a real estate agent i believe that if you don't give up and you work hard and you believe in yourself and you're honest and ethical there's no reason why you won't become the best simple as that right and what are the what are the um, things that you see people fail when they try to get into your into your space? Or I think they just give up. I think it's just not. I think it's giving up and maybe not working hard enough, not believing in themselves, not being you know good to their clients and true to their clients and true to themselves. I think you know it, it, it's a general you know it, 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 it could be any of those situations. But I think that you know if you stick to that formula, you will succeed. Yep, David Parnes, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great. Appreciate you bringing your dog on camera. Um, yes, yes. I love Thanks that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, right, yeah. you're a rock star. Thanks again for uh, being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, bye-bye.